Hi, and welcome to the Virtuosity Project podcast. My name's Lisa Hetherington, and I'll be chatting to you each week about all things CrossFit, motivation, life, a little bit behind the doors of a CrossFit affiliate, and anything else that we think might provide you with some education, uh, give you a little bit of entertainment and some inspiration along the way. So thanks for listening. If you do enjoy what you hear, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes through the Apple Podcast app. Uh, That would help us out a great deal. Leave us a review, give us a rating. We would really love that. And please share this with your friends. All right, let's get to today's episode. Hi team and welcome back. This is episode 12 of the Virtuosity Project podcast. Uh, Coach Lisa here. Sorry, we have been away for two weeks and that was entirely on me. Uh, things got a little busy, got a little nuts and just ran out of time and I was lacking a little bit of motivation about what we wanted to talk about. And every time I put out an episode, I want it to be something that's going to add value to you, uh, that people are going to get something out of. So we are back. Uh, it's my endeavor to can, uh, hopefully get another one out this week or at the very least continue weekly without any more gaps. Uh, Thank you for everyone, though, that has reached out, said they missed the podcast, wondering when the next episode was coming out. Thank you also to everyone who has uh, sent through some topic suggestions via email or Instagram and also left me a review on uh, Apple Podcasts because that's really appreciated. That helps the podcast get seen um, by more people and uh, keeps it um, churning through and makes it easier for people to find us. So just checking in, seeing how everyone is going in the last two weeks. As I said, my two weeks have been pretty crazy. Uh, A lot of work stuff on. As you know, I run CrossFit 4504 out at Narangba in Queensland. Been a a fun month at the box with our crew. We've been running CrossFit Bingo, which gives the crew a variety of different tasks to complete for which each time they complete one, they get a sticker. So there's been lots of excitement trying to fill cards and get lines. Uh, every completed line, I'll get them in the drawer to win a shiny new pair of CrossFit Nanos. I will get them. So uh, been a lot of energy and vibe around that, around the box. That's been great. Um, we've also been testing some maxes with some good results. So that's been awesome as well. Uh, personally, I've uh, been playing a bit of golf and doing a lot of uh, work on the business as well, uh, investing a lot of time in, in getting some clarity around where we want to be and and where we want to go. So running an affiliate isn't just about the programming and the coaching. It comes down to deciding, you know, what sort of a box are we, who are we, uh, where do we want to be, and uh, trying to grow the business and, and you know, protecting the culture of the, the community that we have here as well as um, introduce CrossFit to, you know, a broader section of the community and have, uh, you know, many people come in and, and try what we do. So, that's been exciting times, busy and challenging, but um, but good. And through my work in the last two weeks and also some work I'm doing with uh, my new um, coach is working around um, looking at habits and how we can change things in a small way to have a big impact. So I guess that's what I wanted to touch on today. On uh, Saturday night, I think I did a post on our box Instagram uh, which is just at CF4, CF4504 if you're interested, uh, talking about uh, there was a picture of a member running and running into a new week. And some of the questions I posed on that 
or about, you know, what are you going to do now to make this week successful? If you weren't happy with how the previous week went, uh, what can you do to change that? What can you do to control that? Um, How can you make sure that the week is better than the last? How will you move closer to your goals? And what's one small change that you can make? Um, and also asking if people are lost or deflated to reach out. We're always here to help and support, and that's what this podcast is here for too. If you um, feel a little bit of lost or deflated or don't know how to make that start or don't know you know, how to make that change that you want to change, then reach out. I'm always happy to give people some help and advice and guidance and help you get to where you want to be, absolutely. So part of that is around we can, we all have times where we have you know really shitty weeks or you know we feel like we're just and I've felt it the last few weeks uh within the business that I feel like I'm working incredibly hard and not making any progress and you just get stuck in this this loop of um doing the same things and it gets to the point okay well what can I change now a lot of mindset coaches and wellness coaches and business coaches and all sorts of coaches will have you uh, you know, change everything. Just just change what you're doing. Completely change everything. And that in itself can be a challenge because that can be quite overwhelming going, okay, well, I'm changing but I'm, I'm dealing with, you know, uh, all this stress and now I've got to change everything and that's very overwhelming so you tend to then get stuck and not move forward. Uh, the way I've been looking at things and framing things lately is, is, is in the context of making a small change and it can make a, a, a huge impact on you. Um, so something that I've been working on in the last um, couple of weeks just to try and get my mindset in a better space, get my head in a better space, um, is recognising that change can can be very tiny but be very profound and, and, and really set you up for success. So one thing that I've been working on changing is not grabbing my phone by default as soon as the alarm goes off. And I know many of us do that. The alarm goes off and quite often the alarm is your phone. So you grab your phone and then you just start scrolling automatically. Um, and that can really set the tone for your day. I know for me, if I get an email that has, uh, you know, maybe a member wants to leave or maybe some other drama in it or you flick onto Facebook and there's been a big disaster in the world or something sad happens, it kind of sets a tone for your day and you sort of find yourself feeling a little heavier on that day or you're automatically, you know, pissed off and stressed before you even get out of bed. Not only are you thinking about all the things you've got to do, but how am I going to fix this? How am I going to do that? And it just adds to the list and can lead to that feeling of overwhelm. So while we're um, going through our morning routine of uh, showering and breakfast and getting ready, then, you know, it's overlaid with all this stuff. So you're already irritated before you even set foot at work or, or go to your first class of the day or whatever you want to do. So I found by uh, very deliberately turning off my alarm and I grab my phone, I put it in my pocket and I go about my morning routine of getting dressed, getting ready to get to the box. Now I get up at 3.45 in the morning. Um, so the alarm goes at that time and I'm usually, my feet hit the floor about 10 to 4. So that gives me plenty of time. Um, and then I use that five minutes to kind of frame my day. So not only am I, so I started with not looking at my phone. So I just hit the floor and go and get ready. And then I added a layer on once I felt comfortable with that of just spending five minutes framing my day. So when I get to the gym of the morning early, I will do a formalized, and by formalized I mean written down, um, where I write my gratitude, I put my daily intention, 
and you know what what I'm going to achieve today and they're my three things that I write on but I use that five minutes that I'm lying in bed um you know just do a mental check-in with my body um see how I'm feeling um have a little think about what's in the day ahead and how I want my day to be um and feeling good when I get out of bed that you know everything's under control then I go about getting dressed there's a lot of uh, documentation and books out there that talk about having a morning ritual um, and having that time to get up, um, you know, do the same thing every day and things that centre and ground you and give you a nice balanced start to the day. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about some of those shortly. Um, but that's what I've changed and i found that um, then by the time I get to the box early, um, I open up the box, fire up all the systems right up the whiteboard and then I've usually got about 10-15 minutes before the first member rolls through the door and I take that time to you know what am I grateful for that day my day my intention is is how I want to be on that day so it might be you know today I will be um, positive when um, coming across challenges or I'll be open to new ideas just something positive like that is how I want to see myself that day and what I will achieve um, and it doesn't have to be an extensive dot point, but it's a couple of key things that you want to get done. You know, I will take steps towards um, whatever whatever my uh, current goal activity will be and to progress the business forward. So little things like that i found have really set my myself up for the day um, and really helps me have some focus and intention about my day rather than, for example, this morning I don't have a 7 a.m. class but I knew I was going to try and get the podcast done um, early in the week in case my week got busy again. Um, and I knew I was going to do that, so I started ruminating around in my brain some different topics I might want to talk about and fleshing some things out so I was ready to go at 7 o'clock rather than sitting here or ducking out grabbing coffee um, or just, you know, just mindlessly scrolling through stuff. You know, I have some targeted actions that I need to get done today. Um, and it really sets me up with a better mindset as well for my day. Now, that's only a very small, tiny change that I've made in my day, uh, just by not scrolling through Facebook, not looking at my Facebook memories or looking at, um, you know, stuff people have posted or, you know, arguments people are having or worldwide events or any of that sort of stuff. I just get up and go through my morning routine. Now, the morning routine uh, for some people can be quite complex they get up they read for a bit they do some meditation they have specific breakfast and you know they make a cup of tea or any of that sort of stuff um anything that you do that can center you uh, like walk outside on the grass and ground you and just give you a few moments it doesn't have to be long because let's face it we're all busy by the time most of us wake up in the morning we're already tired um very few people are getting enough sleep so it can be as complex or as uh, simple as you like. It can be as simple as not checking your phone. Very, very simple. Um, and usually at the, the some people find great um, comfort in doing really being present in a simple task. So, for example, making a cup of tea. You know, they're really absorbing, you know, how the tea bag feels when they grab it out of the box and watching the water cascade down over it. Um, the steam rising, adding their milk and whatever else they do, and then sitting there and enjoying those, you know, first mouthfuls of that cup of tea in silence and just contemplating their day. It's a very simple uh, morning ritual, 
but one that can really help you get off to a good start. Uh, again, your changes you make don't have to happen in the morning. So if you're not a morning person, cool. You might have uh, things that you do to prepare you for bed so you do get a good sleep so you, you know, um, aren't already so tired in the morning. Uh, some of the things I spoke about in that post, some of the questions, you know, something that you can do to make the the current week that's coming up, if you look at things in a weekly view, better than the week before. If you feel like you didn't kick your goals in the week before, what can I do to progress to them? I know I was having a chat to one of our crew this morning who had actually replied on that post saying that wanted to go this week without taking ibuprofen, had a few little, you know, had a little niggly, headachey, sinusy thing going on last week. And we were talking about it this morning and, and I was like, well, even that you could change the context of how you frame that and it's going to put you in a better mindset in that, yes, it's a bummer, you're not feeling 100%, but you still managed to get in and train um, and still got some PBs last week and still had a good, good solid week, might not have been feeling 100%. But also knowing that it's not permanent, it's going to pass. So another post that I did on the page our Instagram um, would have been uh, on uh, Sunday or Saturday was a quote that we found, which is exercising is a blessing, not a chore. I work out because I'm grateful that I physically can. So by framing that um, around the, you know, having a couple of ibuprofen and just having a niggly week where you're not feeling, you know, 6,000%, um, how do you look at that and go, okay, well, it's not permanent. It's just a sinusy thing. It's going to pass. And probably in two weeks, uh, I'll even forget that I had it. And if taking a couple of ibuprofen to get through my day or my week is the worst thing that happens to me, it's not all bad. It's temporary. It's not that I'm dying and, or I'm on heavy, hardcore pain medication for chronic pain that I can't move, that I can't train. Um, I know a lot of people who would dearly love the opportunity to be able to to come and do training or touch a barbell again and they can't because of their health issues and we should all be you know grateful that we physically have the capacity and, and and use that capacity and that certainly fired me into action yesterday with my own training it's like well you've got the physical capacity get out there and do something so I had quite a good training session myself yesterday but how you frame it and he thought about that went yeah well you're right it's not really the end of the world it hasn't stopped him from doing anything majorly so, and it's going to pass. It's not terminal. It's actually going to pass and life will go on and he'll forget he had it till the next time um, it happens, which, you know, coming into seasonal change, this is what happened. Um, so how can he make this week better than the last? Like he can't change necessarily. He's got to wait for that, that uh, sinusy issue to pass, but it's Harry Frames is going to make this week better. So he's going to feel, well, I trained this morning. I lifted well cool, that's, you know, there, there's a positive in my week already. My week is rolling off. I'm I'm moving towards my goals. My goals are to get stronger and fitter and be well. Well, have I progressed myself to those goals even when I haven't been feeling great? Absolutely. Bang. Um, and instead of letting, you know, a day turn into a week or a week turn into a month, you know, it's learning how we can frame things to help us move forward and achieve those goals. So I've spoken in earlier episodes about the need to have, you know, goals that are, you know, something tangible and something meaningful to you and something important. Otherwise, you're not even going to bother chasing them. Let's let's be honest. You're not going to want to hit those goals. But by having things that are challenging yet achievable, 
um, things that drive you to get out of bed and take action and and, and want to take progress, um, make progress to those goals. And I've just gone through a goal-setting exercise as well with my coach and really not just saying a simple goal, which on face value, yeah, I want to be leaner and stronger, but really drilling down to the well, why and what does that look like and what will that feel like and really um, um, pushing um, to get a lot of clarity around that. And that's going to help me do the things I need to do and make the changes I need to make to get to that goal. Um, if it's not meaningful or there's no real impact behind it, then it's like, ah, oh, no, I'm not going to train today or oh, I'm not going to do this or oh, I'll just go out and have a big lunch or whatever. It, that's not going to progress me to my goal. Um, so those meaningful goals can help, you know, you you reframe. So, okay, well, last week was it's done. I can't change it. So what am I going to do this week to help progress me towards that goal? And it can be something very simple. Every day setting up five minutes um, or taking five minutes even to plan out what you're going to do in that day that is going to take you to that goal. So for me, that's part of my early morning plan. So not only am I looking at, you know, what am I going to achieve today for the business, but also personally, because, you know, to be honest, over the last five years, um, most of my personal goals and aspirations have gone by the by because the, the, the business has my focus and the members have my full attention, which is exactly right. But, you know, that whole you can't pull from an empty cup. So I need to make sure that I'm fulfilled in my goals and my pursuits and and also taking care of, you know, what I need to for myself. So part of that uh, process in the morning is what I'm going to achieve for myself, um, knowing what my goals are. It's okay, well, you need to move today. You need to get in some training. So I'm going to look at in my day where I can, you know, find half an hour even if that's the least I've got. Um, or to be very honest, um, I can quite happily devastate myself in 10 minutes if, if that's all I've got. So I'm looking for that time that I can do that in conjunction with everything else I do. So it means being disciplined and being structured, but also keeping myself to account. So changes that you make don't have to be big, but small changes uh, will compound over time and add up. So for me, the, the change to not checking my phone was a positive one. And then, um, you know, uh, we moved from that or just putting it in my pocket, not checking it till later, and then starting with a bit of a morning routine, you're building up that foundation. And it all started with one thing is that I decided I, I wasn't going to check my phone of a morning. So I don't check my phone and now I don't check my phone and I have five minutes where I would have been mindlessly scrolling, which would have quickly turned to 10, which would have had me rushing out the door and now five minutes to frame my day, get my brain in the right order, wake up a little bit, you know, uh, pat the dog, um, crawl out of bed, and be already focused about what I want to do and get my head in the right space. Um, and that's just started from one little action. Uh, what's going to follow on from that? Um, I don't know yet. I'm going to sit with this for a couple of weeks till it feels like it's automatic and I don't have to consciously go, okay, now we need to do this. Um, but I'm sure there's going to be something that's going to come out of that. Um, one of the things I am working on with my coach is about being mindful when eating. Uh, so the, the task this week is around all oh, the habit uh, we're creating is around eating slowly and being mindful because we're all very busy. I am very guilty of eating at my desk or eating on the couch and I'm, I'm working away and you don't even realise, you know, 
either how fast you're eating, you're eating on the run. So it's being mindful about that. So it's having uh, not a ritual but a process around that. And at the start, that's going to be quite difficult. It's like I almost need to consciously count my chews or, you know, time how long it's taking me to eat something. But as you get better at it, it just becomes second nature and then you can add on another layer. Okay, well, I'm eating slowly. What am I eating? Um, all of those sort of things. But it just starts from a small change. So even like way back in episode one where we talked about just start, uh, <clears throat> when we get, you know, down the path now, it's not about it's just starting, but it, it just has to be small. Um, the example I used to heat was, you know, if your goal was to climb Mount Everest, you know, start by walking to your mailbox. If that's as far as you can go, cool, go do that. And part of that working backwards from that then is, okay, today I'm going to walk to my mailbox. At some other point in the day, I needed to plan that in and decide that that was going to be important enough to do. So I need to be prepared to do that. Do I have my shoes? Do I have my shorts, my shirt? You know, if I'm going to train at the gym during the day, I need to make sure the night before when I lay out my coach's gear that I've also got a spare shirt and a pair of shorts to train in or my tights, whatever I want for that day, um, that I have them with me. So then particularly in summer, you know, a whole fresh change of clothes so I can go back to coaching fairly fresh later. Um, it's about working backwards from that end point. And it takes that little bit of organisation. But if you know where you're going, it makes it very easy to get on the road. Um, I was talking to somebody else this morning, talking about heading towards goals. Goals are like, you know, your end destination. But if you don't have one, it's like getting in the car and going, I'm just going to go for a drive. Well, where are you going? I don't know. I'm just going to drive. Well, did that achieve anything uh, except burning off a heap of fuel and adding up the case in your car? Um, instead of going out with a specific purpose, oh, I'm going to drive here and pick up, you know, X, Y, Z, or I'm going to drive to the gym and train, or I'm going to drive to go and visit friends or family. Some of these little changes you can make um, that are going to help your week be better, and, you know, I would strongly recommend include reaching out to people that are in your circle, in your support group, um, you know, checking in on friends and family, that's good for your soul as well as good for them um, and it gives you that purpose as well that you haven't just spent your week just grinding away and nothing's come of it. You've actually uh, given of yourself as well and that can be really healthy to do um, just to get your head out of the, the constant loop of, you know, work, family, stress, um, you know, dogs, kids, cats, uh, husbands, wives, all the stuff that you have to get through in your day. It's just ha having that small action. So this week, uh, my focus when I'm talking to members is going to be about, you know, what can you, how do you think last week was for you? And not just in training, they could look at it in a training set, but, you know, what what's something that you can do this week that's going to make that differently? Oh, well, I was really tired last week and oh, I just didn't make training a priority. Cool. So, you know, this week I'm going to, you know, commit to doing, you know, three to four sessions a week. Great. Awesome. When are your sessions going to be? Let's lock that in now and I'll see you at those sessions. And then they've got that little accountability knowing that I'm expecting to see them. And that's some of the value of having a coach as well. And where I get value from having my own coach is, is having that accountability that someone knows what you're going to be doing and they're going to be looking for you to have done it rather than just, you know, freewheeling your way through and go, well, no one's going to know if I've done it or not. 
And that was one of the hardest uh, things I came across when I first opened the affiliate and struggled with for many years is like I was used to working in an office environment where a boss would say, I need this report. It has to be in by this time every month. So you work to timelines. Well, when you are the boss, it's like, well, if I don't do that, like it doesn't affect anybody else. It only affects me so I can put it off. Um, and then eventually you find that not much is getting done when it's all important to get done and it's how you structure that and, and make that happen. So I've had to learn to become quite disciplined in here are the things I need to get done and, you know, I need to get them done by X date. So I'll find myself telling um, either one of my coaches that this has to be done by a certain date or or um, people like that so that I've got that little bit of accountability that someone's looking for it saying, um, oh, you know, yeah, we've got to do some video, we've got to do some video and we never get around to do it. Well, last weekend it was like, right, we're doing the video. This is what's happening this weekend. M made the arrangements, got people in to help and made it happen rather than just sitting around thinking about it and talking about it and not taking any action. So already this week I feel like I've set myself up for success. I've got some of the content done I wanted to get done, getting this podcast out, which was hanging over my head because the biggest thing for a podcast is is consistency and, and a two-week gap is, is not awesome when I'm trying to build an audience and, and share information, which I hope is useful. Um, and also framing myself um, mentally for, okay, well, what didn't go well last week and not necessarily using that as an opportunity to beat myself up um, because that's not productive either. If I sit there and go, oh, well, this was shit and you were bad at this and you didn't do this and you dropped the ball here and you didn't manage that well, well, that's not going to change anything that I did. I need to recognise what I did, um, recognise what I did well, what my wins were, recognise where I could have gone better and with no emotional judgment or blame attached, go, okay, well, this wasn't ideal. How do we improve that this week? And set myself up this week is, okay, this week's going to be better in the following ways. And here are the ways that I'm going to make sure that this week stays on track and this is what I'm going to do for me personally. Um, and this is a new process that I'm working through and that's why I thought it was good to talk to uh, you guys about it today. Maybe you'll get something out of the processes I evolved through. Um, evolve through this and get better at it and get some not so much just rigid discipline and structure for the sake of it but more about um, building some structures that are going to help me move forward with intent um, and with a positive mindset because and a, a, a abundance mindset because that's when you start to achieve things when you're not bogged down looking in the rear vision mirror and, and feeling down and, and low about things. If you can frame things in a way that are going to help you learn and grow, then you're going to take bigger steps forward. So the challenge this week is have a look at that. Uh, check If you want to uh, revisit the questions, uh, check out the post um, on our Instagram. If you're not following us at CF4504, we'd love to have you follow along there as well. Uh, don't forget our Instagram for the podcast is at uh, Virtuosity Project. I don't think there's a B in there. I will double check that. But the challenge this week is if you're looking at those things, um, see how you can um, make your week different this week. What's one thing that you can change that you know is going to make your week different this week? What's one thing that's going to make you feel more positive, more in control, more in charge? Maybe it's, okay, I'm making the decision this week that you know, I'm going to do five minutes of, 
of uh, lunch prep tonight uh, for me tomorrow because I know it's going to be a busy day. Um, something like that. Or I'm going to get myself up five minutes earlier so that I can go outside and walk around while I have my morning coffee. Or I can have five minutes of just quiet thought, uh, meditation, or listening to an audio book or uh, reading a book for five minutes. And that's just my time when it's really quiet, no one else is out. Or if I get out of bed 10 minutes earlier, uh, if I have an office job, might mean I get to the office when no one's there. And I'm going to start gratitude journaling. Um, just three things. It doesn't have to be an extensive list. And the gratitude can be as simple as I'm grateful for the uh, warm cup of coffee I made today or that the barista got my order right or they spelt my name right on the coffee cup. Sometimes it's the small things that, that are the biggest impact. So let's see what you can do this week. Reach out to me. Uh, our Instagram is at The Virtuosity Project. you think I'd know that. Um, otherwise, on email, the Virtuosity Project at gmail.com or at CF4504CoachLisa. Um, drop me a DM, drop me an inbox, or uh, Coach Lisa Hetherington on Facebook. Send us a message. More than happy to chat to you. Um, if you have any suggestions for topics for the show moving forward, we'd love to hear that. Any idea for get, if you have uh, ideas of people that you'd like to be hear from uh, in interviews, I'd like to start getting into some interviews on the podcast so it's not just me waffling along about any topic you might be interested in. Um, so please reach out. We love, uh, I love hearing from you guys and I love hearing your feedback. I always want to make this valuable to you um, and give you information and tools that are usable. So that's it. I promise it won't be another two weeks. Uh, that's one of my intentions. Um, so I've told everyone that, so I need to get back on with that. Um, remember, please share. If you like what you hear, please share the podcast with your friends and family. We'd love for it to become uh, widely spread so that more people can get value out of it. Uh, we're available on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts is where you can leave us a review and a rating. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, as I said earlier, gets us uh, more visibility in that platform but we're available in a heap of platforms so wherever you're listening to us thank you so much for your time for lending me your ears for 30 minutes and I look forward to talking to you later in the week and keep doing you Hey team, Lisa here. Thanks so much for listening to The Virtuosity Project. It really means a lot to me that you guys give me half an hour of your ears each week. If you like what you hear, please feel free to jump across to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and a review. Um, that helps to get us showing on their content database. And also appreciate um, your feedback. And, and thank you for those who've taken the time to email me or let me know how you've gone with the little weekly challenges I throw out or any ideas for guests or topics, that would be great. We are trying to organise some guests. So um, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. I uh, look forward to talking to you next week. Mm -hmm.